Thanks for checking out the New Hope Podcast. We believe this message will encourage you and transform you into who God is calling you to be. You are loved. Enjoy. And last week, we talked about uh, kingdom relationships, right? It goes right into our theme this year. Today, we're going to talk about what kingdom builders do. For the next little while, we're going we're to answer the question, what do kingdom builders do? What do Christ followers do? And today, what do Christ followers do? We listen. You're like, man, this is like a really simple message. It is. <laughs> but it's very hard sometimes to, to hear it. And so last week we talked about this, uh, my friend Pastor Bobby was here, we talked about relationships. It was awesome. The, the three keys were this, lay down relationship rights, pick up relationship investments, uh, walk out relationship grace. Thank you, that's perfect. Can we give Jacob a hand? Look at this. Thanks for the gift. We'll open this package a little later. Uh, well, look what it says in the box. This is a set, do not separate. All right, we'll, we'll figure that out later. You know, so today we, we, we continue our thought of kingdom builders, and today we're going to talk about listen. Uh, and we just talked about how we build our foundation, and the first block that I want to talk about today is listening, is, is the, this idea of how do we listen. Um, you know, this week I was studying about people and how we listen and all that. You know, hearing, we can all, you know, I know there's, there's some folks that can't hear, okay? So I'm not going to, we're not going to joke about that. But most of us can hear pretty well, right? And even if I get into this uh, system a little bit more, you can hear even better, right? We can all hear. So hearing is simply the act of perceiving sound by the ear. If you are not hearing impaired, hearing simply happens, right? happens unless you do this but hearing happens listening however however is something you consciously choose to do listening requires concentration so that your brain processes meaning from words and sentences now listen I have a big problem I'm a really bad listener sometimes all right, especially if I'm texting someone and my wife is talking to me. Right? Guys, why cannot why can we not multitask? Right? You're like, I can. I'm really No, I can't. I'm not good at multi listen. Last night, Tara and I were on a date. Yes. Yeah. And so we're we're walking somewhere and uh, we got food and we're walking away from the place we got food. And Tara's telling me this, I'm sure it's important. And I said, I said, hold on, can you, do you mind saying that over again? I, I heard you, but I wasn't listening. We do that a lot, don't we? And we have to consciously listen. We can hear all day long, right? We can hear all the time. You know, if you read the book of Psalms, you probably remember seeing the word Selah or Selah, S-E-L-A-H. Anybody ever see that word in Psalms? It's there 75 times. It's there. Usually, it's at the end of a verse or a song or a poem or a stanza of the poem. But Selah is kind of an important word or Selah, however you want to say it. Psalms 3-4, look at this. It says, to the Lord I cry aloud. This is the psalmist David. I cry aloud, and he answered me when he, from his holy hill, Selah. I don't know if it's, it's, yeah, see, it's right there. See it? 
And we're probably like, sometimes you've probably seen that word there and you're like, what does this word even mean? Why is it there? Why did they put it in there? And I started researching it this week, and some people say, well, it's unknown. We don't really know what it means. But other people say it's interpreted as, as a pause to breathe. Everybody take a big, deep breath. And reflect on the important words just uttered. So you know what? When we're listening, we have to pause and reflect and consciously say, I'm going to listen. I'm going to listen with my heart. I'm going to listen with my mind, right? A lot of times we don't do that. And guys, I don't know if you're like me, but we get ourselves in trouble. Tara's like, hey, I, I thought we talked about this a week ago. Come on. Is there any guys in here? It's like, hey, we planned this. We planned this for two weeks, right? I'm not going to speak for the ladies because I'm sure you're really good listeners. But if we want to continue growing with Jesus and being kingdom builders, we want to be king, a kingdom-minded church. We want to be Christ followers that say, hey, I'm not just going to dabble. I'm going to build my house on the rock. We need to listen to God. I think we do this. Uh, now, I talked about kind of just stuff here on the surface, right? People stuff. But if we're going to talk about our relationship and our listening to God, it's a whole other situation, right? But we do the same thing. We're distracted. We're like, God, are you... We do all the same sorts of things I just talked about that we do with people. We do it with God. You know that God is always speaking? I've said this before. God is always speaking. He's been speaking from the very beginning of time. Hasn't He? You know, you know the very first verse of the Bible, what does it say? In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, right? And then he goes on to say, he said, let there be light. And then he said, let there, and he was speaking things into existence. I love what A.W. Tozer says, if you do all the talking when you pray, how will you ever hear God's answers? If you do all the talking when you're praying, how are you going to ever hear anything? I've been in situations like that. God's like, hey, Landon, can you stop talking? I'd like to say something now. Imagine having a conversation. Listen, I got a gift here. Everybody want to see what the gift is? It says, okay, let's just see what's in here. Oh, yeah, got paper. Oh, man, this is awesome. Listen, youth, this is a new item. This is a new contraption. Um, I just got this at Best Buy this week. Um, this is the first gen of this contraption here. Oh, I'm going to spill my water. This is called a receiver. Everybody say receiver. Now, we're not talking about football right now, okay? We're talking about a phone. Back in the day, this was connected to a cord and then connected to this thing, this big box. And there was no pictures, there was no Facebook, there was no screen. It's just a phone, you pick it up, you listen over here, and you talk right here. Davey's like, that's all I have, that's all I have. <laughs> this is what I have in my house. Does anybody remember this? Anybody still have one? So we're going to get into this, but it's, it's crazy because it has a part where you hear you receive information, 
But there's a part where you say some stuff too. Right? Listening to God doesn't require ears. Now listen, we talked about some physical stuff, ears, right? Listening to God doesn't require ears. Listening is just a human word we use to best describe understanding what God is saying to us, right? Because it's not like, Stephanie, Stephanie, you shall marry Blake, right? That's her husband back there. You know, we're not going to hear God audibly usually, right? Right here. But we're going to hear him with our heart. We're going to hear him right here. And he's going to speak to us. Isn't that awesome? It's, it's, it's God. So I'm trying to show us so we can understand a little bit more how God speaks to us today. I want to listen to God because God has so many amazing things to speak to us. And we're going to challenge you next week. We're going to be doing our week of prayer and fasting next week starting Sunday. Uh, so a week from today. And part of prayer and fasting is listening. It's all about the listening part. So l listening to God doesn't require our physical ears. My guess is if I asked everyone in this room if they would like to hear from God, I bet it would be a resounding yes. I want to I hear God. I want to listen to Him. I want to do what He's telling me. But also, if I were to ask another question and say, hey, how many of you say that God speaks to me and I listen to him regularly? I bet a lot of people would be like, put your hand down real quick, right? So one, we kind of have a problem today. And we've got this kind of um, battle going on. It's like, hey, I want more of God. But you're like, I don't know if I even hear from God. You know, I find over time Christians have made uh, God uh, out to be something that we can ever, never get a hold of. That's like, well, this is for the people who, who do this perfectly. This is for this person or this group of people. God wants to speak to all of us. God wants uh, to, to, for all of us to hear and to listen to Him. So I'm assuming there's lots of people if not all of us who struggle with hearing the voice of God. So today, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna try our best within however many minutes we're here to, to talk about how we can hear the voice of God. I want to hear the voice. Anybody else want to hear the voice of God? It's like, yes. I want to listen to him. I want to apply what he's telling me. You know what? We're not going to get through everything. We could be here all day, but I want to at least start us off on the right foot. So there's a problem that most of us face, and there's a wall between us and God. Notice that right now, this phone isn't complete, right? You notice that right now? This phone is not complete. All I have is the receiver. That's it. That's all I have right now. And so in our life, there are things that we struggle with that keep us disconnected from God, right? There's a battle that goes on in us. All right, we're made up of flesh, and we're made up of spirit. So we're going to talk about those just for a minute. We're, we're, we're made up of, hey, this is what I want, and we're made up of, oh, this is what God wants, and I want that too. So there's all, always a struggle going on within us. Our flesh, our human side, that isn't godly. It's, it's selfish. It's worldly. 
Our spiritual side is, I want righteousness. I want godliness. I want to be more like Jesus. So we're, we're in this struggle. Look what it says in Romans 7, 15. Look at this. Paul, he struggled with this too. He says, and this is one, you got to read it, with, like get a look at this, because it's sometimes, I do not understand what I do for what I want to do, I do not do. But what I hate, I do. That's flesh versus spirit. And we're kind of at odds with each other. Do anybody feel that way or just me? I feel that tension all the time. Paul says, if you're, if you're, Paul says, if you're like me here, then this is what you should do. In Galatians, look what he says here. So, he's kind of answering this for us. How, how can we how can this struggle be different? How can we listen to God more and, and our spirit lead us more than our, our flesh lead us? Galatians 5, and write this down in your notes. Galatians 5, and you can add these scriptures in your notes. Um, I, ch I challenge you today to do that. It says in verse 16, So I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of your flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the Spirit. It's opposite. Right? And the Spirit, what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other so that you are not to do whatever you want. But if you are led by the Spirit, you're not under the law. Let's pray together today before we jump into some of these points. Lord, we thank you today that you are always speaking. We pray today that you would illuminate your word to us, that you'd speak to your church, and, and we would listen in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Here's some thoughts to help us listen to God and be led by his spirit daily. And I want to be led by him. There's struggles that we go through that if I go ask my friend to help me in that struggle, they're going to be able to help me a little bit, but nothing like how if I'm listening to God. You ever notice that in your life? You go to every book, you go to every TV show, you go to every website, I need help, I need help, I need help. But then you're like, you're not going to the one who can actually help you. God. And he wants to speak and we need to listen and we need to apply it to our life. So the first one, here's some thoughts. Check your, so now we all know what a receiver is. Check your receiver, right? We want to make sure this thing is working. That's us, right? We're, we're receiving. Are we receiving? Are we, we, need to check, we need to check this. So this is a nice way of saying, check yourself. Everybody say, check yourself. Now, I, I'm trying. I, I'm super white, but I'm trying. Okay. Check yourself. Romans 8 says it this way. Romans 8 Verse 14, it says, for those, listen, there's going to be some scriptures today. There's going to be some deep scriptures today. So really lean in. I don't want you to miss this. You know that, that when you leave this room today, 50% of what you hear, you'll forget. And then tomorrow, you'll, you'll only retain 25%. But if you write it down, you'll remember a lot of it, right? Listen, Romans Romans 8, 14, for those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. The Spirit you received, everybody say received. The Spirit you received does not make you slaves so that you live in fear again. Rather, the Spirit you, everybody say it, 
received brought about your adoption to sonship. Listen, you may have grown up without a mother or a dad or both parents, but God is saying, you received my spirit. You're in the family now. You're no, I no longer called you slave or I no longer call you servant, but I call you my friend, Jesus says. And now he says, I'm going away, but when I go away, I'm going to send you my spirit so I can be with you all the time. We have God's Spirit living in us. Are we listening to Him? Verse, uh, re, Spirit you received brought about your adoption to sonship, and by Him we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit Himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. Now, if we are children, then we are heirs. We're part of the kingdom. Heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ, the Bible says. If indeed we share in his suffering, in order that we may also share in his glory. Wow. That's, that's a lot, isn't it? Paul is trying to remind us that we have God's Spirit, that we're his children, and his children need to listen. You know, you're like, how? Maybe we'll pause there for a second. Maybe you say, Pastor Landon, if I don't hear God with my ears, how do I hear Him? How do I hear His Spirit? And this isn't like a theological word, but really it's an inner prompting. You've probably heard of the prompting. It's a belief or an action that you feel that God's doing inside of you. And what's amazing about this inner prompting, the Spirit speaking to you, is that it doesn't go against the Word of God. You're like, well, is that really God speaking? Should I really go steal that today? Well, let me check the Bible. Is this thing on? Am I really receiving this properly? Is this on? It's inner property. He's encouraging us to action. He's motivating us to action. The Holy Spirit illuminates. So he also, he speaks in inner promptings. He also speaks to us with people sometimes, right? But he also speaks with his word. He speaks to us through his word. That's why we're always encouraging our church, like, read our Bible. Let's read the word. Because he's in, he wants to encourage us through his scripture. Look at what 1 Corinthians 2, verse 12 says. And we're still talking about receiver, right? We're, gonna, we're checking our receiver. Is this thing on? Right? You're like, Pastor Lane, I'm a little confused. We're the receiver. Are we doing only what we can do to receive the message that God is speaking to us? 1 Corinthians 2.12 What we have received is not the spirit of the world. So what's, what brand of receiver do you have? We're not talking about apples. Right? We're not talking about that kind of receiver. We're talking about is this God, His receiver, or the world's receiver? Sometimes we get it mixed up, don't we? Right? We get it mixed up. We throw some politics in there. Right? We throw our beliefs in there. We mix it all together. And we're like, okay, I'm cool with that. We got to check our receiver. What? So verse, verse 2, 12, what are... What we have received is not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who 
is from God so that we may understand what God has freely given us. Are we even in the same area code? Are we receiving? Are we listening to our flesh? Are we listening to the world? Are we making, how are we making our decisions? Look what Galatians 5, uh, this is the same scripture we've been reading all along. We kind of keep getting the next verses. Look what Galatians 5.19 says. The acts of the flesh are obvious. Paul's like, hello, here's the acts of the flesh. So remember we talked about flesh versus spirit, and he's going to just kind of lay it out there for us. You ready? They're obvious. Sexual immorality, impurity, debauchery, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissension, factions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and I like what the end party says, and the like. That means everything else that's sinful, right? That I didn't have to add into here in this letter, and the like. Listen to what Paul says here. I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. How are we receiving? Amen? You're like, uh-oh. All right, number two. Number two. So what are we listening to? Um, so, there's, oh, there's another part in here. Oh. What? There's chords? Like, like Cheyenne on the front row going, I can't believe there's a chord. No way. So number two, connect your receiver. Is this thing on? All right, number, number two here. Listen, connect your receiver. Galatians 5.22. We're, we're, we're stepping down through Galatians 5 here. Look at what it says. But the fruit of the Spirit... So remember we talked about flesh in the first point. Now we're talking about, hey, what, what does someone who is receiving look like? We talked about what they look like if they're in the flesh. What do they look like if they're in the Spirit? All right? But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience or forbearance, either one, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Don't you love it when you pray and ask God to give you patience? <laughs> I was talking, about, talking with my friend this week, and we were talking about that. It's like, hey, you just need to pray for patience. He's like, thank you, Pastor Landon. I don't want to do that. Verse 24 says, and those who belong to Christ have crucified the flesh and said, listen, flesh, you're done. I'm now spirit-filled, Bible-believing, Jesus-following, uh, uh, <laughs> foundation-on-the-rock-building, kingdom builder person, right? Those who belong to Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, you know, Paul's saying, hey, Christians, we live by the Spirit. We don't live by the flesh anymore. We live by the Spirit. Let us keep in step, connected, in step, connected with the Spirit. So how are we supposed to live our God-ordained life if we're not connected to Him? 
Now, you're probably like, Pastor Landon, you're not connected to anything right now. This is, just looks like a cord with an old phone. Well, listen, we got the Mac Daddy of brand new phones. Shannon, this looks like your new phone, right? Man, look at this thing. Remember, I, I remember going to my grandmother's house. I love this phone. It still worked. And I go and I call my parents. Look, young, oh, bring it over, close up. If you want to call, I know you guys know all of this. Uh, imagine taking this to school. I'm just going to call uh, mom. I need some lunch. And then just go through it. This was a Wachula phone, 773. I think it was Rose's phone. Thank you. It's been in my garage. So, we look at this and we're like, hey, we've got these items. And remember what the box said? You know, it's funny, this morning I found this box here at the church, but this totally goes with the sermon. It says, this is a set. Do not separate. Do not watch. Watch. Watch this. So, we've got... We got to do a little lesson here on on how the Trinity works, okay? Just a little bit. So look, we've got this receiver, we've got the cord, and we've got God who wants to send us His message, okay? He's our Creator. He's constantly speaking. He wants to speak life into us. He wants to 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 His message of hope, His message of restoration. But you know what happened was this was disconnected. Adam and Eve disconnected it, right? By the choices they made, right? So if they disconnected, God's like, all right, what are we going to do now? I'm going to send my son. We got any linemen in here today? I know you don't do phones, but we got some linemen, right? Connected. Yeah, you guys are awesome. Can we just give people that do our power like a big... But listen, sorry, Jesus was the ultimate lineman. He came to connect us up to our Heavenly Father. Amen? And He came and He went to the cross for you and for me and said, no, no, no. I'm going to do it. I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm working at it. So He's connecting us. He connected us with what He did on the cross. Jesus is that lineman. Oh, look. Doesn't that look more complete now? Right? That's how God intended it to be. And he did all this work on the cross. And then before the cross, look what he says in John 16. This is going to be like 10 verses, but, but look here. I, I'm, we're getting somewhere. But now I'm going away to the one who sent me. And, do, and not one of you is asking where I'm going. Instead, you grieve because of what I've told you. But in fact, it is best for you that I go away because if I don't, the advocator, some translations say the comforter, the encourager, or the counselor won't come. If I do go away, then I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will con convict the world of its sin and of God's righteousness and of the coming judgment. The world's sin is that it refuses to believe in me. Let's pause there for a minute. Jesus is talking about sin here. And the largest is that they, they don't want to name Jesus as the Son of God. Right? And you see that happening more and more each day. Number 10, righteousness is available because I go to the Father and you see me no more. Judgment will come because of the ruler of this world has already been judged. 
Verse 12, there is so much more I want to tell you. Jesus is saying, I want to tell you more. I, want, I have more to, to explain to you. I want to encourage you. I want to tell you more. But you can't bear it now. When the Spirit of truth comes, He will guide you. He will speak to you into, into all truth. He will not speak on His own, but He will tell you what He has heard. He will tell you about the future. He will bring me glory by telling you whatever He receives, everybody say receives, from me. All that belongs to the Father is mine. This is why I said the Spirit will tell you whatever He receives from me. Don't you hear Jesus' heart in there? He's like, listen, I'm going away, but but I'm going to send the Holy Spirit to speak to you, to be your, the advocate, to be your comforter, to be your encourager. Now, if I don't know if I'm excited or not, that's amazing. You hear his heart. That God's not breaking the communication lines. He's making it stronger. Amen? He wants us to connect to him. And then just before, this is the last thing Jesus physically says to his disciples. Now, Remember earlier in the service we said this is the last thing he said at the Sermon on the Mount? This is the last thing that Jesus said before he went to be with the Lord in heaven. Listen. Don't you think it would be important? Imagine someone is on their deathbed and they bring you in and say, Hey, Landon, listen. I have one thing to tell you. And this is what it is. You've probably watched movies. It's so dramatic. Someone comes in and they tell this story. Acts 1, 4 to 8 says, Once when he was eating with them, he commanded them, Do not leave Jerusalem until the Father sends you the gift he promised. As I told you before, John baptized with water, but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. So when the apostles were with Jesus, they kept asking him, Lord, has the time come for you to free Israel and restore our kingdom? So they were like, Jesus is trying to tell them, the Holy Spirit's going to come and fill you, and you'll have me with you always to encourage you, to equip you to do the great works that I've called you to do. And then they're like, so are you going to restore the kingdom now? <laughs> Number seven says, he replied, the Father alone has the authority to set those dates and times, and they are not for you to know, but you will receive power. Listen to verse eight. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. And you will be my witnesses, telling people about me everywhere in Jerusalem, throughout Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Amen? That's the last thing Jesus physically told his disciples. I have a gift for you. I don't know about you. Anybody else want that gift of the Holy Spirit? I want that gift. Now, the link is complete. If Jacob, you want to come. We now have an open line of communication with God. But are we listening? The last one is, look, number three. This is the last one. Answer your call or answer your receiver. Pick up the phone. 
I remember when I was younger, uh, we had some financial issues when I was a kid. And you know what my parents would do is they'd take the phone and leave it like that. And then eventually that, you know, that it would go, bleh, 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 and it would stop so no one could call us. It would just be busy because there was no, like, call waiting or anything like that. God is saying, pick up the phone. I want to speak to you. I have great things to tell you about. And a lot of times, as Christians, that's all we have to do is act and say, yes, Lord, fill me with your spirit. I want to hear from heaven. I want to be empowered to do the things that you called me to do. But a lot of times as Christians, we just kind of leave. Once in a while, we go over and dabble, right? Dabble. Dabbling with Jesus. But, oh no, today I'm, I'm good. I'm just going to dust it off a little bit because it's been on the shelf a while. We need to answer the call. James 1.22, look at this. I'm almost done. James 1.22, but don't just listen to God's word. So today we talked all about listening, right? James says, don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. Do what God is prompting you to do by his Holy Spirit. Do you know that it's hard to do what God asks you to do? It's a hard decision, isn't it? I don't want you involved with that person. And you know it. You know it right here. But up here, you're like, no, 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 I want that. And your heart beats. You're like, ah, God, I really want that, but you're telling me no. Do you know why God's telling you no? He has something better for you. He doesn't want you to go down that road. He's got something so much better for you. Look, Luke eleven twenty eight. Jesus replied, but even more blessed, anybody want to be blessed? Even more blessed are all who hear the word of God and put it into practice. Man, I'm not, I don't know about you, but I want to be blessed. Because when we're blessed, we bless other people. Right? Proverbs 8, joyful, everybody say joyful, joyful are those who listen to me, watching for me daily at my gates, waiting for me outside my home, for whoever finds me, finds life, sorry, receives favor from the Lord. He's still talking about receive I want to be joyful. And what does he mean by waiting? Sometimes we have to wait to hear the voice of God. Sometimes we got to zip it and listen. You know why we have a, a gate on this and no gate here? We're supposed to do some more listening, less talking. <laughs> Amen? Joy. I want to read this again. Joyful are those who listen to me, watching for me daily at my gates, waiting for me outside my home. For whoever finds me finds life and receives favor from the Lord. Wow. Listen, when we listen to God, He blesses us. 
He gives us power to do what He's called us to do. He gives us wisdom and strength. He gives us favor. So sometimes we got to pause. That's why I chose this phone today. It has no has nothing to be distracted on, right? There's no screen, there's no Facebook, there's no Snapchat, there's none of those Twitters. Right? It's just you and God. I want to challenge you, New Hope. Can we stand today as I challenge you? I want to challenge you to not just hear the voice of God, but to listen to the voice of God, to receive the voice of God to put it into practice. Can I tell you a story before we go? Uh, When Tara and I were youth pastors in Sarasota, sorry, I need water. When we were youth pastors in Sarasota, we did this thing where uh, it was called Revive Florida. We would go out and just pray with people on the street. We'd just go, be two two of us or more, and we'd go and pray for people. Because when when we believe and we hear from God and we know that he says, hey, go, you have power. You can go and speak the truth everywhere you go. That's kind of radical, I think, right now, because you're like, well, Pastor Landon, doesn't that cult that we're not talking about at church today, don't they do that? Yeah. We should learn something from them. We have the truth. We need to share it. So we're going, and we're sharing, and we're, uh, we're praying for this person, and so we're done. We're like, okay, it's lunchtime. And uh, we're about to leave, and Tara's like, no, no, you gotta, you got to go talk to that guy over there. Wait, you mean that big biker dude? I'm like, I'm like no, we're good. So we get to the car, and she's like, I feel like God's telling you, you, you got to go talk to that guy. Do you know that we can hear God with, from our lives too? Right? I'm not going to go the other side. <laughs> we'll leave that there. But we can hear God through our wife as well, right? And so I said, okay, I'm going to go. So I go over. He's got the big boots on, sunglasses, and I go over and I look at him. Hey, sir, is there anything I can pray with you about today? That's how we'd started out. We can go and preach to anybody. He said, yeah, actually, I do. So I prayed for him, for his family. His, little, his daughter was on the swing set, swinging away. And he was having a really hard life. And at the end of the prayer, I said, Sir, do you mind if I share a little bit about Jesus with you? He said, Sure, I'd love that. And he just began to, he didn't take his sunglasses off yet, but he began to cry. He began to weep. And he he made the decision that day to follow Jesus. Isn't that amazing? Why? God is calling us to listen, but not just listen, but to act on what He's called us to do. You know that we can say no to the Holy Spirit only so long? And we just quiet the voice of the Holy Spirit inside of us, and quiet and quiet and quiet. And then we don't we don't hear the Holy Spirit anymore. Because we're about us. I want to be about him. I want New Hope to be about him.
That's why a few Sundays ago, worship went a little late. I got an email. We'll worship as long as God calls us to worship. Because it's not about us. It's about Him. And we put our trust and our faith in Him. He's calling us to listen and to do what He's called us to do. That's His word today. Amen? You're challenged. Tara and I love you guys. We love that we get to be the pastors. And we're, we're listening. We're trying to listen to what God's called us to do. We're not perfect. But we, I believe I know who is perfect. And I believe he, he leads us. He gives us wisdom and he guides and, and loves us. Let's, let's pray today. Lord, we thank you for your still small voice in us. We thank you for the prompting of your Holy Spirit. We pray that even today as people go home and study your word, that, that they would read Acts. That they would see, Lord, that you have this great gift of your Holy Spirit for every believer. That, Lord, that you would fill us. You'd fill this church. Like we said in the song earlier, you'd give us a fresh touch of your Holy Spirit, God. Lord, we pray that we would always listen to you. Because you are always talking. We pray that we don't just listen but that we would receive it and we would act on what you've spoken to us. In Jesus' name, and the church said, come on, let's give the Lord praise today.